Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Mind and Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll be talking about Mayanaka's victory over Omonia Nicosia uh, of Cyprus in the Europa League. And really, I guess we all need to breathe a sigh of relief. That is for us United fans. Uh, after the result, uh, we all know how that game started. Uh, well, hard game. Uh, well, we went behind in the first half by a goal to nothing, and we struggled to take our chances. In the second half, it was much, much better, and we took our chances, but it was uh, again the defense was um, not watertight and we considered lots of opportunities to Monia Nicosia so um, again we we won the game we had more possession which is not to be unexpected and uh, let's be frank here Monia Nicosia is a, not exactly a, a household name in football and again I don't think it was a reaction or a response after the humiliation at the Adiha Stadium. But a victory is a victory and we got the six points which is quite important considering the fact that Real Sociedad is like the runaway group leader and we need to be in touch with them so that hopefully when the time comes we will catch up with uh, Sociedad. Maybe if we could win the game and to say that because I don't want us to you know the way the Europa League draws are these days if you come second you need to play with the um, the, the third person who came third in the Champions League and with the way the Champions League is this season a lot of strong teams are going to be knocked out and I don't fancy Manchester United beating the likes of Barcelona or the likes of um, Inter Milan, you know, there are a lot of good teams that will be knocked out of the Champions League this season. And um, I don't trust Manchester United to beat teams like Atletico Madrid when it comes to um, knockout football. I don't find, at least at this point in time, we don't know what the form of Mayanaka will be next year, you know, so let's not, um, although that is a really a matter for another day, we need to focus on the here and now, and in the here and now, Manchester United did very well yesterday, even though there is still cause to worry in terms of the defence, um, I will get into that a bit more later on, but overall it was a good performance um, again it is Omonia Nicosia so we need to look at it from the point of view or from this context okay that Omonia Nicosia is hardly a household name but you can only beat what's in front of you so it was a good performance we won again by three goals to two and goals were scored by Marcus Rashford and Anthony Marshall after we went behind in the first half after we scored the third goal, it looked game set and match, but we allowed them to get back into the game very quickly in the a minute after we scored. They, 
um, put one back again in almost immediately and that to me is very poor and I I feel that the defense give Omudan because there are too many opportunities to um, to score yesterday night um, and that's the only disappointing thing for me the defense was not watertight there were too many um, opportunities we considered to Omudan Nicosia um, even though the GR didn't have didn't have to make too many outstanding saves um, but the goals he considered that he couldn't do anything about them so that is um, an issue for me personally so I hope that um, um, the, the defense will be watertight because I'm more concerned about our next game which takes Everton on Sunday and Manchester United if we play the defense is as porous or as weak as it is um, like it was today uh, well not today yesterday night then Everton will definitely score one or two goals and um, Everton defense has become more watertight than it was last season um, Cody and um, I think James Tarkovsky um, are going to be a formidable um, pair if we take when we take them on. It's not that we, they won't concede, but if we allow everybody to score two goals, we may not win the game. We might get a draw or we might even get a defeat. So that is my thinking behind the defense. So overall, I think we played well. We created lots of chances. Ronaldo had a frustrating night it has to be said he missed a sitter and missed a few good chances to score and um, i just want to say that many fans on social media i don't know maybe they just want engagement or just want to go with a bad wagon or anything but i think that most fans have become very fickle and it's not a new phenomenon generally fans are very fickle when the player is struggling you bash the player but once he hits a purple patch or is in good form or returns to form we forget the past and start singing his praises and i agree there's a place to criticize poor performances and there's a place to appraise good performances and that what i'm saying is someone like cristiano ronaldo who over the years has proven that he's one of the greatest ever players to ever grace the planet. Ronaldo is someone who um, has nothing to prove to anybody. We know his antecedents, we know his past, and his performance yesterday was poor by all standards. He missed good chances, but he was involved. You could see his application. You will see that he wanted to score. You could see he wasn't. He wasn't. He, he had lots of touches. He was involved. His build-up play, everything was okay. He just couldn't put the ball at the back of the net. And we have to remember this is a 38-year-old man. And of course, this is football at the highest level. And he has struggled not only for Manchester United but also his national team as well. He has not been scoring this season and I think it all started um, since pre-season when he didn't train 
um, properly for personal reasons and his inability to get games regularly and the impact that probably has on his confidence is playing a role and his desperation as well. So I think there are multiple factors that are behind um, Ronaldo's struggles at the moment and um, I don't think people should write him off that easily. So people are saying he's finished, he's that, he's crap, he's rubbish, he's this and that. Is it. Yes, he had the poor performance, but he was a top scorer last season. So, and he has been one of the best players ever. He's a scoring machine. So, I don't know what you are talking about. People who are criticizing, especially on Twitter, I don't know what they are talking about. I don't know what they think they are doing or what they are saying but again I feel that Ronaldo has nothing to prove to anyone and I believe that at some point he will regain his form. I'm sure he is struggling to regain his best form because probably of his age and the fact that Tenag is often benching him for um, younger players who are often inconsistent like Rashford. Rashford scored twice yesterday but we know Rashford has been consistent this season as well. And Rashford definitely has not been in the best of form from last season. And we all know Rashford's limitations. Okay? Rashford is a good player, but he has limitations. And unless he can work on his weaknesses, the jury is still out on him on whether he's still going to be an elite level player. There was a time we were comparing Rashford to um, Mbappe, but we know that Mbappe is miles ahead of Rashford. Now, Rashford has been poor, let's not make any mistakes about it. And when a player is poor for a long period of time, and for someone who is supposed to be in his prime, yes, we will criticize um, the player, but it should be constructive. Okay, but to say people, I don't subscribe to say a player is finished or this or that. But we need to actually criticize poor performance. And what can we criticize about Ronaldo yesterday? We can only we can only criticize him for failing to score quote unquote easy chances and chances he should be scoring. Okay, so but you cannot fault his application, you cannot fault his performance. He grabbed an assist yesterday. So what are we talking about here? So I did not subscribe to this Ronaldo bashing, but I just felt I should react to that. Another person who first uh, already condemned is Jaden Sancho. Yes, Jaden Sancho had a poor game yesterday, but you cannot deny the fact that he has been one of our best performers this season. He has grabbed four goals in all competitions, if I'm not mistaken. And Rashford just scored five. But Sancho has scored four. So what are we all talking about here? Anthony, again, was largely anonymous in the game yesterday. I don't know what's wrong with Anthony, but I think he's taking time to adapt to the Man United team. And I think because Man United often attacks most times from the left wing, um, it's affecting Anthony. So I think it will take time. But Anthony, again, we saw flashes of his brilliance, but he wasn't outstanding. Again, likely he was anonymous or at best had a quiet game. And so, yes, he scores goals. He has been scoring two fantastic. He has got two great goals for Manchester United in the league, but it doesn't change the fact that he has been having quiet games. So, 
he needs to get more involved in my opinion and make better decisions he could have had an assist yesterday crossing the ball for Ronaldo instead he went for a goal and that chance was missed in the second half so these are the issues but overall I think it was a good performance for Manchester United it was a much much better second half than the first half the first half was decent but we struggled to score goals or create lots of chances in the first half but there were lots of space which we did not really exploit and we a bit started in the first half but we were both more vibrant in the second half especially after Ted had made changes making it look sure and bringing in Marcus Rashford and the game changed um, instantly um, in the second half um, so I was impressed with uh, some performances. Uh, Martinez again was very good in defense. Casemiro also did very well. Um, I think uh, Rashford was good too. Uh, they asked Mr. Marshall to make an impact Anthony Marshall, um, even though after the goal was pretty, pretty much anonymous, which um, I'm not surprised because um, he was. I think he was he was uh, put in the midfield. Um, by Eric and I came in from Bruno, so he was more in the midfield, so we didn't see much of what he could do in the attack because Anthony was still on the pitch. Um, so these are many more changes that Eric and Hag made, um, but again, they made an impact, which is what we want an instant impact by Anthony Marshall, three goals in two games, and let's hope that this form continues again. Anthony Marshall is another player who has been criticized heavily for his poor performances and rightly so um, he struggled at Sevilla he struggled at um, United two seasons ago um, and last season he didn't get too many opportunities because of the arrival of Ronaldo and um, he was sent on loan you know and he struggled so these are the things about Marshall so for two years Marshall has been has been poor has not given his best and now he's returning to his best form the issue now is consistent we want these players to be consistent Rashford Marshall they need to be consistent we love them yes because of the potential of what they could become but can they uh, consistently um, live up to that potential I think they have they became complacent um or they have become complacent over time and they've struggled to get back to their best form and i think they are gradually returning to their form pre um pre two seasons ago or pre last season at the very least and so because of they have um, they are returning to it. Let's hope that under Eric Ten Hag system, they can continue to um, play like they are currently playing. Okay, so that's my take on that. So back to the game. Um, sorry for all the whole preamble and all the whole side discussions. I, I think I needed to mention these discussions and get them out of the way so that I could focus more on the game. Um, but those um, issues I wanted to raise were quite important. Um, so that's that anyways. Uh, so overall, the performance was good. We did very well. Great performance overall. And Nigeria didn't have much to do. Although he still had to pick up the ball from the net twice because of 
uh, poor defense, but all the he had some few easy saves to make, um, and decent saves, very few and far between. So, a nice one from DJ. Um, and you got a lot. Uh, I think he had a decent game, um, especially in the second half. He almost grabbed an assist, but Ronaldo spawned the opportunity and hit the post. Uh, so I think that was a good performance from Diego Dalot, especially the second half. But um, we all see why Eric Ten Hag likes using him. Um, he's a good, he's good moving forward. Defensively, he's still suspect, but um, he's the best we have. Now. And until Eric Ten Hag can get another fullback who will challenge him or even. Um, Even replace him, then Diego Dalot remains our automatic number number one at right back. Um, hopefully, he will extend his contract um, because by January um, he is free to talk to others. Uh, so I hope he will stay. I hope Man United will keep him. I think he has done enough to suggest that he's somebody we can have um, for many more years. Excuse me, for many more years to come. Um, in the defense, uh, central defense, uh, I would say, again, Victor Lindelof, good ball playing defender, um, but uh, pace is not his strength, and he was often exploited for that yesterday, which is disappointing. I'm not confident with his pair with uh, Isadro Martinez, who is untouchable at the moment. Martinez was very good yesterday as well, um, and he did very well. He won all his area duels, but Victor Lindelof was not that good. He was okay, was not bad, was not rubbish, he was just average. Okay, so um, I'm worried about um, the pairing between Lindelof and Martinez. I would even go, I would even pick a Maguire overlaying the love. If Maguire is fit, I would start him against Everton um, because he gives us something. Um, he gives us area presence, which is well, uh, which is his only asset, um, but he's as slow as Lindelof, but um, I don't know. Lindelof will probably start against Everton because I think Maguire is injured as well. He has a hamstring strain or something like that, whatever they called it. But if Maguire is fit, I would pick Maguire over Lindelof. Now, based on this performance I saw against um, Omonia. So, uh, Lissandro Martinez again was quite good yesterday. Um, I'm happy with his performance. Um, again, his partnership with Lindelof wasn't rock solid. It's not the best. I hope Varane too will be fit. Um, if Varane is fit, I would start him against Everton on Sunday. But I don't know. Varane, we need to manage Varane because of his um, injury record. Um, so hopefully Varane will be back quickly. And hopefully Lindelof should be able to do the job um, against Everton. That Everton game is a tricky one because Everton is in good form at the moment uh, we can defeat them but um, we've lost I think back to back at my um, I think um, we lost last season definitely and we lost um, I think um, three seasons ago we've been losing at Everton um, for a while well we've lost games in Everton at Goodson Park 
Um, so I'll, it will not be surprising if we lose again this weekend or we get a point or something. Um, I hope we get a win to increase um, momentum or to improve our momentum and to bounce back from the defeats at the Etihad Stadium um, League. Um, so the defense is very important. If we have a solid defense, we will beat Everton. I'm very certain about that. But if the defense is as open as it was against Omonia, then we will have problems. Um, um, at left back, I think Malasha didn't do too well in the first half. I think did Malasha even play. I think he was on the. I don't even recall, but Lukshaw deputized very well for him. Malasha didn't do um, much. He, so, and Lukshaw came on in the second half and he, uh, Lukshaw did very well. So, I was impressed with Lukshaw. Um, and I think, I think the consensus now is that Lukshaw should be started over Malasha. I think Lukshaw has taken competition very well. And he's seizing his opportunities, unlike the likes of Lindelof or Maguire. Lindelof, especially, has not taken opportunities um, since he has been playing. He has come in a few times and even started yesterday, but he has not done anything to suggest that he can upstage the likes of Varane or Lissandro Martinez. So I think Luke Shaw has to be again credited for actually taking on um, his chance and he's already becoming turning to his best form which made him you know which the season that before the European Championships that season I think Luxor is going to return to that form. He's not there yet but he's getting there. So his performance yesterday was quite good. His performance against Man City was also commendable. His um, persistence, chasing lost course is what led us to score the second goal against Man City. So this is what we want to see from our fullbacks and our players generally competing, um, taking competition very well and taking and seizing opportunities whenever they present themselves. I think that is a good one for Luke Shaw. So in midfield, Casemiro I think did very well, um, especially in the second half. Uh, before he was substituted, but in the first half, um, I don't think you can blame much on Casemiro, but I think he did very well. Um, and Scott McTominay uh, came in in his place, and of course, after once Scott McTominay came in, we considered. Uh, I'm not exactly saying that Scott McTominay is the fault or was at fault for the goal um, that was scored, but. Then again, you can see the the coincidence. Okay, so and I think that's um, what we need to say about Scott McTominay. Now, um, Ericsson played in midfield too and did very well. Um, I think he was quite good. Um, he was much better, like in the second half, most of the players did were much, much better in the second half, unlike the first. They did okay in the first, but I think we kind of struggled in the first half, but we did very well in the second half. So, I think that's a good one. Um, 
uh, Scott Mac- um, Christian Eriksen did very well in my opinion Bruno well again I think um, I think he was decent but he was not outstanding again um, so Bruno we need to we need to be worried about Bruno I, in my opinion um, he has not been in his best form again we have seen flashes of his brilliance um, especially against our time team but again Bruno has been I think personally I would bench Bruno and play Ericsson in his role and bring in Casemiro and Scott McTominay or Casemiro and Fred in the midfield then bring in Bruno for impact for the next few weeks because Bruno is not the Bruno that we used to know and Bruno needs a kick up the backside. He needs the Luxor treatment. Luxor has taken competition very seriously. Bruno, on the other hand, is still playing despite not doing very well. So I don't think he's suffering from. Um, he's not feeling the heat. He's not being pressured to bring back his best form. So I think Bruno should be benched. I guess Everton or in some games, let him lose his shirt for a few games so that we can see the best of Bruno back. We need a Bruno who is scoring goals, you know. A, a confident Bruno would have taken a penalty against a Manchester City, but it was Marshall who took it, and although it was an excellent penalty. But Bruno, because of he's not doesn't trust himself anymore, he didn't take the penalty. So that's the situation of Bruno. So I'm just bringing that into context. Um, Anthony again to me he had a quiet game. Let's be frank. It was a it was a poor performance. I wouldn't say poor, but it was a quiet performance at best from Anthony, in my opinion. I don't know if other any other persons uh, agree with me, um, but I think it was a poor performance from. Well, maybe poor, maybe a bit harsh, but it was a quiet performance at best. I'm still giving Anthony the benefit of the doubt, but I think um, Anthony is not. We are not seeing the best of Anthony yet. We are only seeing flashes of his brilliance and he has been scoring goals but um it's not been good in my opinion in terms of anthony i hope um anthony will a bit more be a bit more confident and get into or get into more attacking positions and get more involved in the build-up for manchester united and um, so that's that about Anthony. Ronaldo, I already spoken at length about Ronaldo before. He struggled. It was, it was a disappointing and frustrating night for Ronaldo. Not in terms of his performance, but in terms of the chances he took. And so hopefully Ronaldo will get to his best form soon and start banging in the goals. Um, there are a lot of transfer rumors flying left, right and centre. And... Um, but I even suggested that Ronaldo may leave in January. Well, I sincerely hope not because I think we need him for this and we should keep him for the rest of the season. Um, and I'm sure if he plays regularly, um, he can return to his best form. 
he's getting the chances and he's getting to scoring position which is very important and it's just a matter of time it is a question of when it's not a question of if so that is how i see it so anyway so i'll lastly i'll talk about um sancho sancho was poor there's there's not much to be said or there's not much to debate about that Sancho was poor yesterday and he rightly got subbed off Rashford came on and made an instant impact and um, I think many agree now that Rashford should be playing more on the wing than as a central striker personally against Everton I'll play Rashford on the left Ronaldo in the middle and Anthony on the right bringing the likes of Sancho, Marshall to make an impact if the game is uh, a bit difficult. That's what I feel. These players can make an impact when they come on. Marshall and Sancho and uh, in midfield you can bring in you, if you play Ericsson, Casemiro, Fred or Ericsson, Casemiro, McTominay you can bring the likes of Bruno to make an impact. These are players are uh, attacking impacts that can change the course of a game if we need a goal or we need to you know seize you know to 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 win the game so these are impact players that we have so we have strength in depth i believe um but i how we use them will not determine what impact they make so um i don't want to dwell too much on the substitutes even though pillars like fred Fred came on and had an impact as well. It has to be said he did okay. Um, Luxor did okay. Marshall and Rashford they were outstanding. In the few minutes they came on, Rashford especially was hungry and energetic throughout. So I think um, those substitutions were great um, for Manchester United and they brought the results we needed. So. That's it basically on the overall performance. Um, our next game is against Everton on Sunday. I hopefully we will defeat Everton and we'll give a good account of ourselves. The defense is my only worry and my only source of concern. If the defense can be watertight on Sunday, if Varane or even maybe Maguire is fit, they can play uh, alongside Lissandro Martinez. I'm sure we can get a victory over Everton. But at worst, get a point, which is not really what we need at this point in time. Really, after that defeat to Manchester City, we need to a victory to bounce back. Arsenal takes on Liverpool at Anfield. Points will be dropped there. It's an opportunity to get into the mix again, especially the fact that we have a game in hand, which we can, if we win, use that to. Um, being touching distance with leaders of the Premier League. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's not yet, it's not all who do and gloom, which is a good one. Personally, I'm quite happy with the results. Um, I'm only unhappy that we considered two goals, sloppily, if I might add. And besides, uh, the performance of the defense again was a bit worrying for me because we considered too many chances to Monday Nicosia. So, that is it basically for me. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you listeners thank you so much um i'll see you guys next time do have a great weekend and bye for now